0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews, brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk
1: 103.1 FM. Welcome to Coast View, the show that celebrates every single day the people who are making Coast of Mississippi such an amazing place to live, work, and play. One of the things I enjoy the most when we have these shows, certainly I enjoy all of my guests. I really do. They're all terrific. They all have amazing stories to tell. But I love checking in with the local mayors. The local mayors they, they all have sort of a I would say the best sense of what's happening in their city just as good as anybody else, but certainly maybe better than, just because they're the point. You know, they hear the things that are not going well, and they hear all the opportunities that that may, may be in front of them, and you know, it's just awesome. The other thing I say about this collection of mayors that we have in coastal Mississippi today is that that the majority, if not all of them, were successful in their. Other lives before they became mayors, they did not become mayors as a promotion in life. I often say they get, became mayors because they loved their cities and wanted to make a contribution back to uh, back to their communities, um, and that certainly fits our next guest, Mayor Jay Willis of Pascagoula, who was you know a trusted dentist, and uh, for more than thirty-five years, he actually got into I think uh, doing consulting work and helping with other practices, and he, he's really kind of an entrepreneur in the dental domain. And then he decides to run for mayor. And uh, one of the things that you'll hear him talk about, I remember so well, in, in our conversations that you're about to hear, you'll hear him use the word collaboration and communication and compassion and building trust, I mean, on and on and on, the kind of things you would, you would want to develop with your doctor. So it's no surprise to me that he brings that. He's a very faithful man. On top of that, has a terrific family, and he loves what he's doing. So, without any further ado, let me welcome Jay Willis to Coastview. How you doing, Jay?
2: Hey, Ricky, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on today.
1: Yeah, it's good. It's good to see you. You know, okay. So the last time we visited, I don't remember when it was, but the last time you were beginning to sort of not feel like you were drinking from a fire hose. That you know things were beginning to settle down. You were finding your pace within this new world. How would you describe it today?
2: Uh, things have quieted down. There are fewer people needing a piece of me on a daily basis. So, yeah, and and I'm I'm real comfortable. We've been through uh, almost six months of uh, city council meetings and me being the the leader and and learning and doing what I need to do. And I, I've learned so much and. Uh, uh, have enjoyed almost every minute of it. It's, it's, it's really been a blessing to be able to to uh, to be the mayor of Pascagoula at this time with all the exciting things we have going on.
1: When you say there's a lot of exciting things going on, it is really incredible. Whether I'm talking with Paige Roberts at the, at the Chamber, who's involved in so many wonderful community development-oriented projects or or with George Freeland at the Jackson County Economic Development Foundation or any of the major leaders from Ingalls or Chevron what i find when i talk to people and leaders in Jackson County is there's a, a lot of alignment you know i mean i, I Jerry St. Pay talks about that all the time but there's a lot of alignment around where the big opportunities are and you're really in a good position in terms you don't really have to fight a lot about finding you know, excitement around some of the things you want to accomplish. Do you?
2: Oh no, not at all. You're exactly right. And the way I phrase it is that we are all rolling in the same direction. Everybody wants to get where we can be and where we are heading, and nobody's nobody's pulling away and 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 not part of the the collaboration. As you mentioned, we all work together. And and the other important thing, Ricky, is that. It truly is not important to any of these operators that are helping us get where we want to be as to who gets credit for the success. It is a very, very community-minded effort and uh, we're moving on. Lots of good stuff happening.
1: Amazing things are going on. I I tell you, again, so many inspiring conversations and, and Pascagoula in particular, but certainly as it relates to Gautier and Moss Point and Ocean Springs, certainly Big conversations are happening there, but in a recent conversation with Julian Rankin, who's the executive director for the Walter Anderson Museum, he talked about the the art projects downtown. And I mean, you know, what's so interesting hearing him talk about it? But first of all, he's extraordinarily articulate and is able to describe things in such incredible terms, so you can picture them. But the 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 kind of connection that they're creating between kids and the industrial base and so that anything that emerges from an art point of view in downtown Pascagoula is not um, just just a piece of something, but it's got a heart behind it. It's got a soul behind it, and but that actually describes a lot of what the city is doing these days. That there, that it's just there's not a haphazard approach to doing the things that are going to make the city better. There's a lot of passion behind it, isn't there?
2: Oh, absolutely, and we are continuing to see growth that we have never experienced, uh, or at least not within the last thirty or forty years in Pascagoula. Not only in the downtown area, but uh, moving out beyond that to the Highway 90 corridor to the uh, the what we call the face of the city, for anyone coming across the high-rise bridge from the west, we are in the process of, of uh, discussing and planning a major development at the old Pascagoula Ice and Freezer Company. Uh, it's a significant investment at the, the initial phase, like $14.6 million in hanging on to the historical structure that that freezer company is. It, it started out as a uh, producing ice and electricity and selling coal, even before Pascagoula was a city. And um, there was a, uh, a trolley. It was the end of a trolley line that ran all the way from the, the waterfront in Pascagoula into Moss Point. And it's just amazing to think back that far, back in the 1800s, and that building is being uh, salvaged, and the developer is intent on doing things right. but. And that's just one example of many that, that we have going on. That's the most recent announcement. Uh, of course, we've got all the workforce ho- workforce housing that's being developed in downtown Pascagoula with mixed use and apartments that are coming available and incentives for investment. And we're, we're seeing investment uh, of a, of a scale we've not seen in a very long time.
1: Well, you've got some really, really strong developers who get the whole notion of live, working, and playing in the same area, the whole the whole resurrection of this discussion around mixed use. For people who don't, I say that word a lot, but let me remind you what that means. It could be it could be apartments up above or or maybe maybe places that people own townhouses or whatever. And down below it could be a restaurant or it could be an office building of some sort. but, we're, we're, that's what they mean by mixed use. Um, what we what we know about the new economy, particularly in the creative class, you know, these are lawyers and graphic artists and copywriters and a long list of people. Some of these people can live, work, and play anywhere they want to, because a lot of the work they do is remote. And in the case of Pascagoula, you're talking about people who are involved in high-tech jobs or maybe just work at Ingalls or Chevron. They want to live a little bit closer. For, for a long time, it was li- live out in boonies as far as you can, But what we're seeing is a shift in thinking about that, where more people are wanting to live downtown, where they have access to retail and and grocery stores and, of course, wonderful restaurants and all of that. And the developers that are coming to Pascagoula all get that big time. They see, they have a vision, they understand that the collection, uh, this development, this, this housing development is going to create its own economic engine and other things will come from that. I mean, for example, the recent designation of the historic district downtown not only is going to create more preservation and attract uh, developers who understand how to do preservation, but it will also create opportunities for more funding opportunities. So, you're, you you got to be pretty excited about that.
2: Oh, we are. And just just one example, we uh, uh, we welcomed a new Italian restaurant in downtown Pascagoula week before last, and from the very first night, they've been just blowing it open. They are serving absolutely delicious, authentic Italian food, and the community has accepted them, and that's just. That's the first of many new restaurants and and places to be and things to do in Pascagoula. We're excited.
1: So you've got uh, you've, you've sort of got the, the mainstays like Richard Ch- Chenowitz, who's done his deal. And you've got new developers coming into town who get what this is. And then this combination or this sort of uh, amalgamation of, of ideas and thinking about how to create a, a downtown that's incredibly walkable, that's livable, I mean, man, I've been over there and walked around with Paige, as I think I mentioned to you the last time we talked, and it is really exciting. I mean, I don't think that people if you haven't been to Pasquilla in a while, you probably ought to go downtown and just check it out. There's activity everywhere.
2: And it's not happening just by chance. We had planners come in to help us talk about total urban renewal of the downtown area, and put plans together, and very interestingly, when they started uh, their consultation with us, there was lots of property available that uh, had been on the market maybe for a long time, and here, a year or so into it, we're looking at the, the fact that there's just really not a lot of available properties that haven't been spoken for or are in the process of being developed.
1: What a good problem to have. That's a great problem to have. So anyway, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Jay Willis and the exciting news coming out of of the city of Pascagoula these days. We'll see you after this break. Welcome back to Coast U. Look, every mayor along the coast of Mississippi has incredible ownership for his his or her city. And I get the, in this case, it's his city, because I don't know if there's a woman mayor in coastal Mississippi these days. But whether I'm talking to the mayor of Pastor uh, Pas Christian or Waveland, or with Billy Hughes in Gulfport, or with Fofo, who's so passionate, or Kenny Holloway in Ocean Springs—you, you, you get the drill. Even in, like in places like Moss Point, what a great compliment Moss Point can be to uh, to Pascagoula with their riverfront and their vision as well. But one of the things, as it relates to Jackson County specifically, uh, Mayor, is that Paige Roberts, who's the executive director for the Jackson County Chamber. Under her leadership, the chamber has really sorted to build this dimension of their work focused on community building. And I mean, see, community building, it means it there's a lot to it. It means developing a relationship with 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 uh, developers. It means uh, helping the, helping with the strategic planning so that everybody's together on it. And it means doggedly determined day to day, actually making sure all the stakeholders are together. But I would say you know Paige is not alone, but certainly she's played a pretty significant role, hasn't she?
2: Absolutely. And when I became mayor, I, I was wondering who do I go to? Who do I look to? what, Who, who is in charge of putting it all together, uh, working with all of the different groups that are involved? Uh, the uh, City of Pascagoula, the Board of Supervisors, Main Street Pascagoula, the Pascagoula Redevelopment Authority, our urban renewal group, Jackson County Economic Development, and Page stood up and just sort of said you know I can be I can be the go-to guy and she has done that and she's done a wonderful job of keeping everyone on the same page and communicating with each other uh, and working for the same goals it's it's truly tremendous the job that Paige has done
1: yeah I enjoy the time that I spend with her because not only is she a good communicator because she's a really really good communicator but I think in order to do a good job in that role, you cannot wear your ego on your sleeve. <laughs> okay. She she she's focused on the greater good. I mean, literally focused on the greater good in a way that she is living by example, just making sure people are communicating with one another and bringing it all together. And you know, I think the key, and we, we've got several people like Paige all along coastal Mississippi, but the key is you have to be willing to do your homework. You have to be willing to burn the midnight oil and and be a credible source of information. Information so you can make this, these connections as you just listed them. There are a lot of stakeholders in a downtown redevelopment uh, of this sort, isn't there?
2: Oh, absolutely. And she does so well at each of those things and takes the task willingly. Uh, it, it'd be difficult to have the kind of success we're having without Paige Roberts
1: running the so you show. Mentioned- yeah, you mentioned them a few minutes ago, but how's it going with your city council? In most cases, I, I think a look across the coast of Mississippi and the relationship between the mayor and the council is going really well. well how would you characterize your, your relationship?
2: Oh, it's outstanding. It couldn't be any better. We have uh, six councilmen who are all on, on the same page, saying the same thing, having the same concerns and interest for our citizens and our community. And really, not looking for what the city can do for them, or what their position on the council can do. They are they are servants, and uh, we we communicate well, we get along well, and we respect each other's opinions, and and share the same opinion so often.
1: And you you know, I tell you what, though, you go back in the past a little. You don't have to go too far in the past. You can and you know you've been around for a long time and you followed the political scene for a long time it doesn't take one or two to kind of throw the whole thing out of kilter so you're really you're fortunate you're really I'm fortunate blessed. To have that
2: no question yeah. about it yes we are blessed
1: okay so when you get up in the morning what are you thinking about the most <laughs> um,
2: that's really interesting uh, I, I I try to start my day in prayer and uh I pray for the ability to be the kind of leader that, that the Lord would want me to be. And I think that's where it starts. And And I think it's interesting that, uh, you know, I read a Abe Lincoln quote just the other day that said, I, I have simply tried to do what seemed best each day as each day came. And I think that's pretty profound for the, the simple life that Abe Lincoln lived. But that, that's what it's all about is doing your best and, and moving on from every decision you have to make uh, and, and dealing with it and then, then going on to the next decision. And, and that's what I try to do.
1: Well, I would say wow. that is an inspiration because here's a guy who could have rode off into the sunset a long time ago. But you're surrounded by leaders that could have run off into the sunset a long time ago. I, I, obviously, I mentioned Jerry St. Pay's name a, me- a minute ago, but his willingness to reinvent himself constantly reinvent himself so he can take his wisdom and contribute back to the community. It's pretty inspiring as well. But you've done that too. And which is testament to the fact that you never arrive, that life is a journey of of discovery and the more you learn the more you better learn how much you don't know. There's always Absolutely. something more to remember, huh?
2: Absolutely. And and like you say Jerry St. Pay and and so many in you know, Royce Combust at Merchant Marine Bank, so many of our community leaders do that and continue to do that, and and in my situation, you know, I'm I'm intent on raising up the next generation of the people that will follow us. I'm, I said from the very beginning of my campaign, I'm going to be a one-term mayor, and I'm counting on someone with similar abilities and similar interests to come behind me and take a turn, and uh, maybe not because they have any agendas, but just to take a turn at being a leader, and then after them, another and another and another, because if we don't step up and take positions of leadership in government, uh, we, we sort of deserve what we get, and the people who have maybe less than, than, than uh, desirable reasons to be wanting to be leaders will wind up taking those positions. So I'm hoping we will have a one generation after another of leaders that can can step in and, and do the right thing and make the right choices.
1: It's so important, man. I mean, as the mayor of your city, you are the primary uh, economic development uh, person, and, uh, among other things that you're primary at as well. But having someone who's selfless that's focused on communication, that's focused on collaboration, that's focused on bringing people together, um because here's the thing, man, the c- competition out there trying to take the employees that we want and trying to take retirees that that, uh, that would otherwise maybe come here and people are trying to pull them to their community, the I mean, the, the competition that you are up against is fierce. It really is fierce. And if you oh, do not have a multifaceted strategic, strategic, long-term focused plan to f- f- try to f- take advantage of the opportunities in front of you, you're going to get beat. And I think people in that community understand that. That's
2: right. Absolutely. Well, and the other thing is we're not take, trying to take our community anywhere that it, it shouldn't already be, or shouldn't is not headed. Uh, you know, we don't want to be another Ocean Springs. We're not looking to be Biloxi or Gulfport. We want to be Pascagoula and that leads me into a thought that I've had uh, the last week. We were celebrating uh, D Day and the anniversary, the 80th anniversary of uh, U.S. entrance into World War II, and what that did for our community. It Totally transformed this sleepy little fishing fishing village into an industrial giant in the state of Mississippi and in the southeast. We uh, we have we celebrate our industry. We welcome the workers come the coming the the high paying uh, jobs that that our industries provide and. Um, World War II made a significant difference. It cleared out the small towns and hamlets all over Mississippi with talented people who were looking to make a difference and looking to make a good living and bringing them to Pascagoula going to work for Engle Shipbuilding. And of course from there it's just grown even further with industrial base that, that we are proud of. And, and we know we're an industrial city and we celebrate that.
1: Yes, I had uh, Senator Jeremy England on recently. He's such a terrific senator, and in person, and he had just finished. Uh, he's been reading all of the prior presidents' you know memoirs, and he had just finished a book on FDR. And you know, you you look look back at those forefathers that were involved around him in that moment, and. The transformative, the transformative decisions they made—not just to save our country, but that to, 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 that ultimately changed places like Pasco, As you've already pointed out, man, that was a that was an incredible time in our in our nation's history, wasn't it?
2: Oh, it was amazing. And one of my favorite places uh, to travel is Warm Springs, Georgia, and Been to go there. to the FDR yeah. Museum there. And I, my, I was just blown away with the number of organizations that were established during the FDR terms and what they have meant to the country and what we would have done without those those organizations and, and government programs.
1: And one of the things I said with with the Jeremy was so fascinating. Warm Springs, again, as I mentioned, I've been there. When you sit go to his house in Warren Springs and you see the lack of technology, <laughs> you realize that yeah. they did this, you know, with carrier pigeons essentially. It was, it's pretty amazing that they achieve oh, absolutely. what they achieve. Yes. Anyway, is. Mayor Jay Willis from Pascual, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you. We'll keep you we'll keep you on our schedule to come back to you in a month or two to check in and see how things are going. It's my pleasure, Ricky call me anytime. Thanks so much. You bet. Uh, absolutely have a great day and we'll see you after this break.
0: Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com.
1: A Super Talk Mississippi
0: Media Production.